everybody, Dave and Jeff. It is August 31st, 2022. What an amazing day, Dave. A lot of Padre news, but for us, the highlight of the day, for sure, well, the last couple of days, is what's going on in radio. And did you know we have a new radio station launching tomorrow? I'll read you the release. Go you want to hear it? Okay. 7.60 a.m. We work there. We used to. Is moving to 13.60 a.m. We work there, too. Wait, wait. Isn't it the other way around? 13.60 is moving to 7.60? Can I please finish? Okay, I think you got it wrong. Oh, do I? I think you got it backwards. Let me start over. Okay. Because you're so rude, as usual. Got <clears throat> <laughs> a clear throat for that. 7.60 a.m. is moving to 13.60 a.m., where it will now be home to the Patriot. 13.60 a.m. Gotcha. Beginning Thursday, September the 1st. Now, Dave, this is where it gets really exciting. You think the Patriots have enough fans here for that station to succeed? Let me finish the release. The Patriot 13.60 a.m. will bring true American values, something that Dave and I bring every night, to San Diego listeners with a lineup. Now, listen to this. This I is gotcha. the funniest. So it's not Belichick. It's conservative talk. Yeah. Hang Got on, it. though, Dave. Listen to this line in the release. The Patriot 1360 AM will bring true American values to San Diego listeners with a lineup of nationally renowned conservative talk shows. Okay? That's exciting. Yes. Well, guess what? I'm there not aren't gonna, any of those around. I'm gonna I'm gonna announce this lineup to you. Okay. Strap in. Rick Roberts better be on it. He's not. He didn't Fuck. make the cut. Everything gets going at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. From 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., it's America in the morning. Good. I like to wake up angry. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., most overrated talk show host, guy who completely flamed out one of many, the Glenn Beck Show. <laughs> I want to go back to what I just said. The Patriot 1360 would bring true American values to San Diego with a lineup of nationally renowned conservative talk shows. Remember that when I tell you, Dave... The beginning tomorrow morning at 9, where you used to hear the herd on 1360. Let's welcome the Chad Benson Show. Never heard of Chad Benson. What? That's two of us. Then, 12 to 3, where Darren and Marty used to be. Yeah. No problem, everybody. We don't miss a beat because the Dana Radio Show comes to town starting tomorrow, noon to 3. Never heard of that one either. Are you, are you full of shit? I haven't. Have you, you heard of that one? No. <laughs> three to Where's six. Mike Savage? Three to six, we keep the we keep the energy flying with the Jesse Kelly show. Don't know it. God damn, Dave. That means we don't know anything from nine to six of all of these nationally renowned conservative talk shows. Damn it. I like to listen to talk shows where they make me completely scared that the world's coming to an end. Six to ten, we have the Mark uh, Levin show. Okay. He sucks. <laughs> he got the job because he's friends with Sean Hannity. Is that right? And then 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. is Red Eye Radio. Now, I will say this. Yeah. What's funny is the one show that can be enjoyable is Red Eye Radio. The problem is it runs from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. when the signal at 1360 is at its absolute worst. Yes. So for the Patriot to move from 760 to 1360, as Dave mentioned, that was the other news of the day. And it comes... Just 24 hours after Steve Hartman was pushed out the door unceremoniously. Yep. Although they wanted you to believe that Steve walked away. Steve would have gotten off the air at 10 
and then done another radio show from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. if anybody asked him. So, 100%. So for anybody to try to sell you, and if any of you sheep believe that Steve went out of there on his own, then you're dumber than they already thought you were. Yeah, we aren't just saying that. We actually know for sure that's what happened. Steve got pushed out. Yeah, he got pushed out. And so not only does he get pushed out, but then he gets pushed out 24 hours before the thing that everybody had waited for. <laughs> for three years. Dave, they started talking about it. And we'll backtrack for our history at, at Extra because it's kind of funny. But they had talked about moving to 95.7. There was talk of moving us to the AM 600. Yeah, you're, you're right. A bunch of different places. And Steve gets pushed out. Fake shows yesterday like, oh, Steve's leaving for his family. It's all false. It's all bullshit. And uh, his kids and, are in their 20s. Yeah. Not a lot of guys need to run home because my kids need me in my 20s. No, I am glad they let him do a final show. Yeah, no, that's, Steve, that, that's rare. But straight out, say what it is. It's a, it was a money cut. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about Steve in a second, too, because we have plenty of thoughts on that. But now you have the new lineup on 760, yep. which starts tomorrow. I, I, there's so many things that the program director over there, Brian Long, has done that absolutely make zero sense, and it starts with this tomorrow. You have tried, as Dave said, for three years to get, and, and really longer. Going back to 2014, they were trying to figure out whether it was going to be 600. They eventually get the lease for the 760 tower, so that's been in works for a couple of years. And you finally get it done, and yeah. it's so energized for everybody that has suffered with 1360 and you're going to launch it tomorrow with the Big Rich TD and Fletch show. Is that the show? Now, Rich Is that the name of the show? Yeah. Rich Ornberger's a nice guy. They've tried 17 different ways to make Rich Ornberg work on the radio. It doesn't because nobody cares what Rich thinks about anything. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It's the same thing we saw with Nick Hardwick. Nick Hardwick flamed out here because you have a program director in Brian Long that wants to be friends with former NFL players and thinks he can coach them up to be entertaining and intriguing talk radio hosts. And guess what? He can't. But, Jeff, we have NFL teams in town. Two oh, of them. We oh, don't, we have Dave. none. We don't even have one. We don't. That's weird. Now, I don't know who TD is, but neither do any of you. Dude, you got to be shitting me. Did you hear him at all today? I flipped over. I actually heard him for the first time. I didn't know that he was a traffic guy. Did, Traf you, hear, did you hear him at all? Did you, or you, you just you heard reading the thing? I heard part of it, and I heard him kind of going through it, and he was super excited, and we've all been there. I don't know the guy at all, but I'm going, it's... His name is Travis Dale. Okay. okay? And I, I'm all for everybody deserves a full shot. I how love do you how, not go John and Jim in the morning? But I love the fact that he goes by the real Travis Dale, just so there's any confusion. How many followers on social media? Well, that's interesting, because he joined in 2009. Okay. He's following 117 people, and he has 20 followers. It's 2022. Uh, uh, That's almost a follower. You get. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> what I, the fuck, dude? What are they doing? I, again, I'm going to say what Jeff just said a second ago. Because I like Rich, you like Rich. Doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with it. He's show killer Rich at this point. Right. You and I can't play offensive line. Yeah. Everybody who has worked with him, the show has failed. Awful. And just like a, you say to Brian Long, every combination you've put together right now has failed. Sucks. Yet the same people that you gave up on went across the street and kicking your ass every single day. Correct. Every single day. Every day. The guys that couldn't make it are winning. Yeah, because you couldn't judge talent. 
And every guy on that lineup was in the door at thirteen uh, sixty. Yes, and I went over what you just said. You're 100% right. How is Jim Russell and John Schaefer not in the mornings? How's Darren not in the mornings? Well, I, I would leave Darren where he is because I think Darren... Because it's working? Well, I think, Dave, hang on. Let's see what happens now. It's funny. I had this conversation with a couple of people. Yeah. I put it out on social media, and I had a really good friend text me tonight and said, hey, I saw the news about 1360. Are you okay? I go, well, since I haven't fucking worked there in six years, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Fuck asked you that question? I don't want to say it's somebody we like a lot. You just cut that relationship. I can't. It's a It's friend. a girl, huh? No. Oh, I said. The buddy who works in radio. Are you serious? Yes. An idiot. He's not. Dude, you, he's a total idiot. Why would he like ask if you're okay? Yeah, I told him, well, I haven't worked there in six years, <laughs> so I'm doing fine. I would have put fuck. if I would have put John and Jim in the morning. Yeah, why not? They just won an award for best show two in San Diego. Awards. I'm sorry, two. I would have put them. Yes. I think that would have been a show that coming in in the morning, those guys can talk Padre baseball. They can talk Aztecs. They can yep. talk all the different things that you want. They're two young guys that earned that opportunity, and they should have been the morning show. Yeah. But they're not, and they're going to continue to get crushed by 97.3. It's not even going to be yeah. close. Then at nine, you go to the herd. Sorry, I was playing the buttons on here. Yeah. yeah. Herd stays nine to noon. Yep. Um, but now that show's changing, and Joy Taylor's out, and Jason McIntyre's in, which makes that show really weird. So I saw Joy got a promotion. Yeah. Okay. So she got a promotion to the show afterwards. Marcellus Wiley's got fired. He's out. He's out. LaShawn McCoy's in. Yeah. Joy Taylor's now going to direct that show. She'll okay. be the, the centerpiece. So she's done with the herd. She's not doing both. So it's the herd and Jason McIntyre from nine to noon. That's just weird. Uh, Darren stays noon to three. Yep. And then John and Jim three to six. Now, the other thing that they were promoting today on seven, six, the new 760 is when you think about it, Dave, home of the Rams, home of the Lakers, which if I'm 710 in LA, I'm like, whoa, hang on. It's a pretty big signal for KFMB, or what? It's not even KFMB for seven sixty, and then uh, and Aztec football on there. So they go there, and so that's all good. So seven ten has to pay the radio rights. Yeah, but now you've got. I mean, but, but seven sixty gets it for free. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you bleed in LA, you're going. Why the hell are seven sixty get it for free? How are they carrying it? And seven ten's paying five million dollars. I texted Ted tonight. Because the thing that's kind of wild out of all of this is that Ted ends up back on 760. And I said to him, hey, kind of weird how the world works. Yeah. You're back on 760. And he said, well, it's not like going home because the faces that we knew are no longer there. But he said, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool because 760 is in your blood. It's in our blood. I do have to give a shout out to Darren Smith who brought Brian Long in today, and they were talking about the changes. And Brian said, look, Extra 1360 has been here 15 years. And when I heard that, it kind of stopped me in my tracks because you and I were there. We launched it. We were the morning show. And Brian said, I have to thank some of the guys who were here. And he said, I want to thank Steve Hartman. I want to thank Judson Acosta. I want to thank Saw. I want to thank Dave. I want to thank Jeff. And Darren goes, ha! <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Well, listen. I beat 
Brian Long up on a regular basis on this show. He didn't have to thank us, but for him to mention it, it was cool. Yeah. I'll say this. 1360 launched right around the birth of my kids. That radio station is the same age as Jack and Cade. I've lost track how many times I was there with Dave, with Rosie, back with Dave, there with an MMA show, with Costa, doing all kinds of things. Dave, when... KFNB went off the air when KSDO went off the air, when KCLX went off the air, ESPN 800, Mighty 1090, uh, Free FM, right? Yeah. And even, you know, stations that I wasn't a part of, like 690, man, it hurt. <clears throat> it hurt because you're like, God dang. What, did it hurt when buses drove by? No, not like, not like John Stop. <laughs> it hurts. Loud when the phone rings, it hurts. Go look up John Stossel after getting head slapped by Dr. D. It's David I's favorite clip. No, it didn't hurt like that. But thinking about 1360 shutting down business today did not impact me in the slightest. Yeah. Adios, sucker. The one guy I feel bad for, and who do you, of anybody in that building, do you feel bad for anybody with 1360 going away? Off the top of your head, you may not get it, but when I tell you who. I bet you agree with me. No, nobody. Uh, for me, it's it's uh, Brian Wilson. Why? Did Brian Wilson get blown out? No, he didn't get blown out. But Brian Wilson, go back to 2007. Dave and I are doing Free FM. I'm about to get married. Yeah. My fiance is pregnant. And we get blown out at Free FM because of what Don Imus said. Yeah. We get a call. We knew we were fired doing our last show. Yeah. On 103.7. During that show, I'm getting a text message from Bob Bollinger, who was then running iHeart, and you and I had worked with him at KFMB. And Bob is saying, what's going on? What was it called then? It wasn't iHeart. What was it called? Uh, Clear Channel. Clear Channel. And Bob is texting me and saying, what's going on? And I said, Dave and I just got fired while we're doing the show, but we never mentioned it. Yeah. Dave had the brilliant idea. Sopranos had just ended. If anybody heard that last free FM show, we did the same bit. Yeah. We went dark and people knew immediately without us even saying it, that you, me, Jimmy Daniels. Yeah. And a few others had gotten blown out. We got a call from Bollinger saying Cliff Albert as well, saying you guys did that last show. You knew what was going on. You didn't say anything. You took the high road. Um, and they knew I was going to Hawaii to get married. Yeah. They said, Jeff, go to Hawaii, do your thing, come back. We want to talk to you. And you and I really thought at that point we were going to go and do six to nine on Kogo. We yeah, because we were gonna, they brought us in for a show. Right. And we were going to do follow coming out of Hedgecock. Yes. We were going to continue to do the free FM show. We were going to do it at night on Kogo. We were pretty excited about that as we've all found out. Man, that night shift on Kogo is a graveyard. It yeah. just doesn't work. And Brian Wilson was trying to launch Extra 1360. At the time, it was KLSD, Liberal San Diego. Stacy Taylor, who we love, was doing mornings. A um, few other shows. I can't even remember. Craig was there. Craig Elston was there. And... They said, we want you to come do mornings on 1360, which you and I really didn't want to do. Yeah. We weren't really interested in doing mornings, but Brian went out, hired Hacksaw, Chris Ello, Josh Rosenberg, uh, 
and you and I, Costa was going to be there. Dub was going to run it. And Sean Merriman, yeah. Lights Out Radio, right? That's, that's how everything started 15 years ago. And we went there, and we were a part of it. And it was really, really fun out of the gate. Matty Gilbranson, right? Mark Priceman, uh, Danny Simmons. Our guy Danny Simmons was there. Yep. Uh, uh, Allie Wagner came out of there. That's right. Uh, Johnny Browner came out of there. Like a lot of people were in as part of that extra 1360 family. And Dave, I'm not crazy, right? We had fun there. We did. Yeah. And then it just kind of got away. But... For, for me, looking back at 1360, like, I'm really happy. I'm happy for Darren because now it gets interesting. Now there's no more excuses. And for him, I would tell him if he listened, which he doesn't have to, I'd say, dude, now it's on. Now it's you against coach. You got the, the shot of energy that you needed. Go back to doing the show you used to do. Do baseball, do NFL, do college football. Yeah, focus. No more Formula One. No, no more soccer. Right. I'm sorry. Focus on baseball. You guys can say whatever you want about Coach. The guy's a genius. All he does is the San Diego Padre postgame show. All day? All day long, and he's killing it. Yeah. Killing it by himself. Four hours goes by fast as a listener, talking Padres. So uh, a couple of changes at Kogo. Uh, DeMaio, who sucks. (laughs) I mean, he just sucks. Is he out? No, but they shortened him by an hour. So he goes three to five. Then you have... The two most boring guys I've ever heard. I mean, they make Ornberger look like Pat McAfee. Mike Slater and Lou Penrose. Uh, un- these two guys are being paired together. Be- I've never heard those shows, I'll be honest with you. Oh, my God. Slater was on KFMB forever. I don't know either one of these guys. Who gives a shit? Is they- he the guy with the mole on his face? Like uh, he has the birthmark or something on his face? I don't know. Okay, because I've seen him on the news. I've seen him when he, they used to cross over. Oh, yeah, on Ch- uh, Channel 8 in yeah. the morning. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Holy shit, is he boring. And the guy, Lou Penrose, couldn't be any more boring. And then Mark Larson takes over the old spot that Darren did with Jack Cronin. Yeah. So that's your catch-up. Everything happens tomorrow. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I it gets interesting, right? I mean, if I'm the morning show on, on 97.3, I got nothing to worry about. And, I mean, what do they run at nine? Oh, they just go straight through. Coach comes on. Okay. 10 to 2. They don't do any. I, I'm thinking about Rome. And, by the way, it's, sorry to say what it is, it's the absolute death of 1090. Right? Yeah. Because now 1360 leapfrogs them on the dial, and nobody's listening to 1090 to start with. Maybe the only reason you listened to it was because you couldn't get 1360 in the North County. That's no longer the case unless you want to tune into the Dana show and who would blame you if you if you did. But now if you want to hear Darren or if you want to hear the herd, it's all on 760. Great signal. Not what you and I used to have, but still blows into L.A. I mean, really legit signal for all those guys. And I'm, I'm really happy for Darren, for Marty, for Jim and John. But it's just mind-boggling that they would put that fucking morning show on after three years of waiting. It, it makes... Absolutely no sense, like a thousand other decisions that guy's made. So, hold on. I'm going to tell you right now what I'm doing, okay, as we're talking, you and me. Oh, All yeah, right? go I'm ahead. in the middle of a draft, okay? Let me know. I'm ready okay. to help. All right, so I have the 10th pick, which is the, the only 10 teams in this league. You get 10th and 11th? 10, 10 and 11. 
You going two running backs or running back? I think wide I'm receiver? going. I think I'm going wide receiver, tight end. I think I'm going Kelsey and Devontae Adams. Oh, that's big. You like it? I do like that. All right, so we're going to. What try. running backs are on the? Uh, DeAndre Swift is left. Ah, uh, I do what you're going to do. Okay, so let's go. Uh, okay, let's go draft Devontae Adams. There we go. <laughs> and we're going to come back with Travis Kelsey. Are they going to show us in the war room? There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that. It's exciting. And can we just say a couple of quick things on Hartman? Yes. I can remember being 21 or 22 years old, working at Santa Fe Liquor in Encinitas, listening to Steve when Steve was on Mighty 690. Yeah. And I remember Steve telling a story saying he was flying home from the Super Bowl with his producer, Chris Visser. Remember Chris? Yes. And, uh... And he said, you know, I'm flying home from Miami from the Super Bowl, and we're talking about these different things. And I have never forgotten just working at that liquor store, going, man, sports radio, that's the life, right? That's the life. And you and I, you worked with Steve at 690. Yeah. I got to know him through the years, but then we had the opportunity to work with him at 1360. Like, he genuinely is such a good dude. And is honestly, he's an icon in sports radio. Those shows that he did with Chet, the shows that he did with Philly Billy, yep. were unbelievable. Right, Dave? Every day. Unbelievable. And Steve brought it every day. Yeah, he did. And I give him credit for that because a lot of guys don't. Yeah. Brought it every day, man. And he, I hated when they moved him to mornings and they called the afternoon show the Loose Cannons. Yeah. Because that was something that Saw gave to Chet, Chet and Steve. And, it, and that's when 690 was crushing yes. it. And Steve was right in the middle of that, man. When you look at back at that station, you talk about the impact Saw made. At some point, what Scott and Billy Ray made. What Titino and Rome made, right? All those guys. Yep. All of those guys, huge part. Steve is absolutely right in the middle of that. And... Uh, and I know he's still doing his weekend stuff at Fox, but you and I had the chance to go to San Francisco with him. Ironically, yeah. a Super Bowl. And we just had the best time. And the funniest thing about Steve in the last couple of years that I didn't even know happened, but I confirmed it with a couple of guys, is that when this podcast started and we were talking about how things ended at 1360, and we've always been very honest, there's no reason to bullshit when we tell you what happened and what Brian Long told us to do and then absolutely denied it, that's the thing that I'll never have respect for that guy for. He told us to continue doing stadium talk when the Chargers had announced they were staying for another year. Yeah. And Dave and I made the point, you're like playing Christmas music in January. You got to give them a break. Our numbers were very strong because we covered it better than the other shows did. We yep. just had it better. We had better facts. We knew it. We weren't involved because we were Raider fans. So it was very easy for us to cut through the bullshit and tell you this is what's going on from the Chargers standpoint. This is what's going on from the city standpoint. We but, had major politicians on. I mean, we had, we had yes. the mayor was on on a regular basis. We were to the point where the mayor called me on my birthday and wished me happy yes. birthday on there. And when the, when the Chargers announced they were staying for another year, Brian Long 
told us, keep up stadium talk. And we said, we got to let people we're, up yeah, for we're air. We're preaching to the choir. We're preaching to the same people that wanted the stadium. And the numbers dropped and nobody could oh, blame it because you guys had had it. And then he came back and denied that he ever said that. Yeah. But what a fucking clown. What a fucking clown. So if anybody's ever like, in that building, if you're ever wondering what the problem is, it's because he's a fucking backstabbing four-eyed weasel. Strangest meeting I've ever been in my life, in, in any business, any any dealings at all. Do you remember it was you, me, and Ernie? Yeah. And Brian Long sitting at the desk with, um, I can't think of the guy that used to pull his sleeves up all the uh, time. Another dipshit, Kyle Engelhardt. Yeah, because right, it was a Kyle. PD, I wouldn't let that fucking guy manage my DVR. <laughs> Most fucking untalented, unknowledgeable, neither one of them have ever fucking hosted a show. It's like Ryan Leaf coaching quarterbacks. And and they're going to fucking tell people how to do it? Two most fucking clueless guys ever. Uh, this, our, and, and by the way, yeah. one other thing. Two most arrogant fucking cocksuckers that honestly, both of them should have got the shit beat out of them in that meeting. Not that I hold a grudge. Go ahead. This is how the meeting went. It was, he goes, what do you think we should do to change things around? Numbers have dropped because yeah. obviously we're doing a stadium talk for over a year. And I said, go back to doing what we were doing. Right. Let's start talking about the games, the players. Loosen up. And start taking uh, an interest in what the listeners want. And let's play the hits. Right? You hear that in radio all the time. Yep. Play the hits. And he lost his shit on me. He screamed at me right in my face. And Ernie looked so scared. You got to bring it up to Ernie when you see Ernie. Yeah, tomorrow. Ernie's like, oh, my God. And then he looks at you and he goes, what do you think? Almost verbatim, Jeff repeated exactly what I said. And he looked at Jeff and goes, that's what I'm talking yes. about. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And I, you know what? He and was then, right that day. And then we went to we went on vacation for a week. And I don't know where the fuck you went. I was in Phoenix. And I remember I turned on the app and I'm listening to Hardwick and Judd. Oh, yeah. It was in Monterey. And I went, dude, this, they're auditioning for oh, a yeah, show. That was it. it. I knew right away. I knew I'd go, we're never coming back. Go ahead. We're done. How'd that show fucking end up? When you, got, when you got a guy, listen, it's the same thing with Nick. Nick shot his mouth off and was going to be loyal to the soil and everything else and then realized, whoops, I just stabbed the golden yeah. goose and backtracked, and yeah. that happened. Uh, sorry, man. I, I don't tell those guys how to play offensive line. I don't tell them how to watch the game of football, but I'll absolutely tell them that they're both horse shit at talk radio. Coming out and be <laughs> It doesn't fucking work. You're no good. Sorry. And you don't have anybody over there coaching you to be better. And they've tried to put you with five different guys. All right, hold on. It's my turn again. You got to help me out here. Oh, gosh, this is, this what is I got. going fast. I got, okay. and it's super fast. I got Darren Waller. I already described a tight end, but there's yeah. a flex position. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Keenan Allen, Raheem Mozart. Any of oh, those guys you want? Well, you, you're going to need uh, another I, wide receiver, okay. right? Yep. You want Rodgers right now, though? What's I saying? Do I take a quarterback? Who's he throwing to? Uh, that's true. Take Mahomes. Take Mahomes, pair him with Kelsey, get double the points. Yeah, and then uh, Raheem. I like that one. All right, we're gonna we're doing that. We're taking the quarterback. All right, so we got we got Mahomes. Oh, nice. And we're going uh, Raheem Mozart for my for Miami. Yeah, but they said they have big things planned for him this Feeling year. Feeling good right now, right? Okay, I do. I feel good. You got you got Mahomes, Raheem. Kelsey and Devontae? Yep. Ah, oh, Dave, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no kicker in this league, by the way. Oh, that's good. Okay. No punter either, hopefully. Yeah, no um, punter. But, yeah. But anyways, uh, shout out to Steve. And then one final radio thing, and then we can do whatever. 
Uh, incredibly sad news today when we found out that Craig Elston's mother passed away. Yeah, absolutely right. And I sent Craig a note. I just said, you know, man, I don't have words for you, but I said, I hope your mom left us knowing the positive impact that you made on all of us that, that love calling you a friend. Because Elston to me is just, I've said it forever. They're just certain guys that strike you funny. Yep. And I love Craig because Craig's a grinder and nothing has come easy to that guy. And he works hard and he's got the best attitude. I loved, absolutely loved his weekend baseball show and how they don't find a way. Maybe it's just the money thing. I don't know. But man, if you could get Craig on doing a couple hours of baseball talk on 97.3 again, that show he used to do was so good. And he's just a fucking good dude, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I know, Dave, you feel the same way. We tease Craig here, but it's only because he, A, doesn't give a shit. And he's about as cool as it gets in this town. He really, really works hard. He's a hell of a good dude. So uh, I just said, Craig, you know, my family is sending their love, their thoughts, their prayers to your entire family. Because yeah. his mom and I'm sure his entire family has to be so incredibly proud of him. Craig's a fucking great guy. You know, it is It is different. Anyone who's ever lost a parent, it is different when you lose a parent compared to almost any other death you've had in your family, whether it's a grandparent, a friend. And all those are always devastating when someone that's important to you in your life leaves. But um, all of a sudden, I remember when my dad passed. It was it was so much, um, so much harder than anything else. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, people would say, same thing. I, I'm so sorry. They don't know what to say. Right. And so you sit there and you go, man, it's not even close to making me feel better. And that's kind of what right. I did for Craig. I didn't even know what to say. You know, yeah. I, again, it's his mother. If you saw the picture he posted, Beautiful. I don't know how recent that picture was, but she looked great. Yeah. And you just feel bad for the hurt that Craig's going through and his wife and his, and his son and everyone that's going to miss her. And you, you just, you feel absolutely terrible. So anyone I, I know that can relate to what Craig is going through, absolutely. I feel terrible for what's happening. I do want to mention uh, real quick, because I, I said I would, I told you the other day, I said I, I got to make an apology on there, which is something we don't do very often. But I do want to apologize to John and Jim, Jim Russell and John Schaefer. I don't know John Schaefer for shit. I don't I know, know, but I really dig those guys. I do man. too. They like, do a good job. They're go getters. They, they've done a fantastic job with their Padre show. Yeah. They talk Padre baseball. We talk they about sold playing their the hits. Show. Yep. They, uh, they go for it. They have passion in their show. They bring it every day. Like we talked about Hartman. They do a great job. They've won awards already. And we, we joke about things a lot, but the other day we were talking about San Diego State and we were talking about the rape allegations and I got caught up in um, the emotion of what was happening. One of the guys in our group message tonight, same thing. I don't know if yeah, you saw it. I'm looking at it. And so you're sitting there and you're going, you can understand why. Either somebody knows someone that was raped or that they understand people that can't defend themselves sure. or they're, it's a worse situation for family to, to imagine that happened to a loved one because you know their life's never going to be the same. And I got caught up in it and... I don't take back what I said about my feelings about how disgusting it is if the allegations are true, but I, I directed basically some of my anger towards those two guys because I thought they were defending the relationship with San Diego State. I told Jim, I, we were texting back and forth, I'll make an apology on this show because he asked me about it. What did, what did we say that made you direct your frustration towards us? And I said, I understand the relationship that you guys have with San Diego State. All right, I'm an alum, but I'm, you and I talk about this all the time. When we worked with the Padres, worked with the Chargers, you protect that business Aztecs. relationship. Aztecs, you always protect that relationship, yeah. especially for us. It was the Chargers because mm -hmm. the Chargers were the ones that listened to everything Rabbit and got ears. their feelings hurt, right? Yeah. So for those guys who are just starting out and they're kicking ass and doing great, 
I don't want to disparage anything that they're doing because I am huge fans of those guys. And I apologize to those guys if it looked like I was making it sound like they were shills for Matariza because that's not what they were doing. It's such an incredibly difficult position. I thought Darren did a great job. I didn't hear John and Jim, but I, I will say it again. There's a lot of shows in this town that are not very good. And I am really happy for those guys. Like, I just yeah. kind of fell into it one day, and I just, they just crack me up. They bust balls on each other. They don't take themselves seriously. They get the social media game. Yep. And, uh, but I really do like, I just like the chemistry between those two guys. It's not like one guy is trying to be outstanding. They're just two dudes in there, and, uh, and they really understand how it works. But what people don't get, and and I watch social media a lot. Oh, you know, how do you not say this or how do you not say that? You know how you don't say it? Because you get fired. And when you have a mortgage and you have a boss, and look, man, I got into it a lot with the Chargers. And it really became simple. Dave Sniff, who I love, Dave Sniff said to me one time, it's not that difficult to do this. You're currently saying the Chargers are awful. Well, that doesn't do us a whole lot of good as a radio station, as a company. So could you change your message to, if you talk to Darren, or uh, Darren Smith, Darren didn't play for the Chargers at that point. If you talk to Junior Seau, he would tell you, and you hear, I heard Mud do it the other day. Yeah. You hear Agler do it. You hear Junior, Tony Junior do it. If you talk to Manny Machado after the game, he's going to tell you that's a play he needs to make, right? As yep. Instead of just saying, Manny needs to make that play. Wake up. You are constantly under pressure. The other thing that people refuse to acknowledge in this town is the San Diego State fan base and the backers are out of control. Yes. And it is, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to call him a cult, but it's borderline cult to the point that no matter what San Diego State did, Snapdragon Stadium's perfect. The scoreboards are perfect. The schedule's perfect. It's so fucking ridiculous for a fucking Mount West team to talk and have these assholes that back them. Listen, I love the Aztecs. I hope they do great. They're out of their goddamn minds. You read the article today? Hey, where are all you fuckers? Why don't you put your money out? Yeah. Because the goddamn game's not going to sell out because you cheap fucks won't pay 170 a ticket. What happened? It's only 35000 They're not going to sell out. They aren't going to sell out first game. Because they, they overpriced in the market. Yep. And J.D. Wickers, hey, we're going to release more. We're hoping for season ticket sales. Seriously? You think right now with, with the climate around that program, fair or not, that people are lining up to buy season tickets? Like, and I'm sure it'll be a great crowd. I'm sure they'll have a bunch of people out there, and it'll look good on TV. What do you expect to sell out, though, first game? It should have been sold out standing room only. Absolutely. And the schedule, by the way, is awful. Okay? So for all of you that think San Diego State walks on water, you knew Snapdragon Stadium was opening. You knew what the plan was. I mean, you can buy tickets for the game on the 10th for 35 bucks. Yeah. 35 bucks. And there's plenty of tickets available for week two, week three, week four, all the way down the line from the Aztec yeah. website. And the game's on TV, you said, right? Channel National eight? TV. So do you want to go sit and pay the money in 100-degree heat? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm going to the USC game 
Saturday. Are you really? Cool. Yeah, I'm going to see. It's my brother's birthday, so we're taking him. But I'm talking to my sons about going to the game on the 10th. And it's not about who they're playing. It's about the fact that I can get them in for 30 bucks a ticket. All right, we can so go my, check out Snapdragon. All right, my Let's turn. Let's go. Got Here we go. Nervous. Darren Waller's on the board. Okay. Okay. Again, we have a flex position. I go Darren Waller. I have Cam Akers. I got Anita Brashad Pennies there. There are different running backs there. Wide uh, receivers, Hunter Renfro, Jerry Judy. What do you think? Should I go Waller? Uh, yeah, like Waller. I do too. Okay. And, and, take, a, and take another uh, running back. Running back. All right. I'm going to take Cam Akers. There you go. All right. There we go. Okay. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> You're helping me do this trap. Like they always show the uh, war room. We started an hour, at, what, 45 minutes late or whatever, or an hour late. And so yeah. I was like, I have this draft timed out. Then I said, oh, fuck it. We're going to do it on there. You're going to help me out. Yeah, I told you. I'm ready to go. That's awesome. Um, but Yeah. Look, man, I love San Diego State. My wife, my ex-wife's alumni, I go there all the time. But you guys can all back the fuck up. Seriously, back the fuck up. Stop acting like you're... Notre Dame or Alabama. Jesus Christ. Okay. We all want Snapdragon to do fine. We're all excited that the games are moving back to 760. But just rein it in a little bit. Like I saw some asshole respond to you the other day. And you're just like, shut up. <laughs> I don't even know which. Of course. I get, I get killed all the time. It's because, oh, so um, not much on Matariza. Yeah. I did ask my ex, who's a public defender, about the timeline. And I said, it feels like this has gone a very long time. Yeah. And she said, no, it can happen for investigations to get themselves sorted out. Yeah. She said, uh, the district attorney, in all cases, but especially high-profile cases, wants to make sure that all the ducks are in a row. Yeah. And they will continue their investigation and determine... Um, the defense attorney for Matariza tonight said they hope to know within the next six weeks whether or not charges will be filed. I said to her, I thought um, the girl's attorney is a clown because he's just a guy that spends any chance he get trying to get on either TV or radio. He's one of those guys. That's a shame. But I said, I really didn't like Matt Arise's attorney, who continues to make comments that they believe it's a cash grab, uh, when, I don't know. I, I don't know everything, so you're always careful. Yeah. The only thing she said was, I don't know anything about that. I can just tell you that in our community, he's very highly respected, and he's a big-time attorney. So my word's not hers, you, you figured you better go get the best attorney in town. Now, I might do the same thing yeah. if I felt like I didn't have anything to do. But um, he's, Matt Arise's attorney, I was told, is very highly regarded within the legal community. We didn't talk about the girl's yeah. attorney. That's just my opinion because every time these guys always show up on Channel 7 or Channel 8 or Channel 10 and then they're always in front of the camera it's like, ah, but hopefully for the girl and the family, he stays off of social media and tries to do the right thing and you get it sorted out and hopefully justice is served correctly. What do you do if, if you're him right now? Meaning you're Matt. I mean, oh, Matt. really, you, you know, two weeks ago, you're about to make an NFL roster. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you're back home in San Diego. 
I mean, you really can't even leave your house. Am I right? Well, and then your parents make a statement. Yeah, which was a bad idea. Bad idea. And that, yeah. I mean, really, what do you do? You're, you're, uh, you're a young kid in your 20s. Yeah. Where you're used to leaving the house, going out, you know, and doing things. I mean, you aren't, yeah. even, you aren't even going to Target. No. Because. I don't know how much is he recognized around town. Boy, it's everywhere right now. I mean, I, I would recognize him, but I don't recognize shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? His picture yeah. is just everywhere. And there's so many people in this city, especially, who are interested in this case, not only because it's uh, horrendous uh, allegations, but th- so many people graduated from state or have interest yeah. in San Diego State. Well, and knew him because and, the guy was so insanely talented at yeah. what he did. Like, it was, it was almost freakish. Yeah. Right? And watching those punts. And you're thinking that guy's doing it for San Diego State. And then when he goes to Buffalo, he's right. I mean, that punt that he yeah, got. Yeah, like 82 yards. Crazy. Yeah. And everybody, I mean, whether it was Marshall Falk or Tony Gwynn or Kawhi or anybody. Uh, I have a friend in Toronto was at a summer league game the other day. And Malachi Flynn was going crazy, which made me go crazy. I'm yeah. like, that's an Aztec. We take pride in all those. We were very excited for Matt. I don't know, Dave. I, I really don't. I, it's just... It's one of those things where you read it and you have to let you have to let it run its course. Yeah. Right? And out of respect to both sides, until the facts really come out, you have to be insanely careful in what you say because it's very, very easy to get reckless on either side. Yes. And but I know what you're saying. You you talked about it. There's a bunch of us that know people, and you and I have a very, very close friend that had changed their life. Yep. And sexual assault to me and doing those kind of things, it's awful, and we've seen it, and the impact and how lives are changed immediately. I mean, I look at the bruises on that girl's throat, the bruises on the legs that they released. She was on uh, CBS this morning. She said that in a couple of weeks, she's going to come out in front of the camera. She's going wow. to put her name on it to send a message to other victims to say, be strong, and she's going to do it. You're doing that at the age of 18? Holy cow. Yeah. You are a champion. But I, I, I agree. I agree. I was, it's really tough for these girls to come forward. But I was with a public defender who did a bunch of different law for 17 years. And... So many different times we would talk about cases and different things, and you would see things that you thought was going one way that went the other way. And then there were a lot of things where you said it was a slam dunk, and it ended up being exactly that, a slam yeah. dunk. So I don't know, but I just, man, lives are, very young lives are being very severely impacted for the rest of their lives. And as a parent of... 14-year-old kids about to turn 15 that are in high school and getting ready to go to college. I just use every part of this as I'm trying to do as a learning experience yeah. and saying how quickly lives can change by decisions that are made. And, and also, yeah, be careful in situations you find yourself in. Now, it's, um, it's, it's a terrible story all the way around. Again, we talked about this the other day. It's a national story now. Um, I just want to see it. Whatever the truth is, I just want it to come out one way or another. I really, I don't have a, a rooting interest, if that makes any sense, for someone's life to either be ruined or, or to to prove a point. I just want the truth to come out. Now, if 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 everything that Amanda Rice has been accused of and and he ends up paying the price for it, then good. That's that's called justice. 
And and at the same time, if uh, if the girl comes out and her case doesn't hold water, fine. Whatever it is, I, you just hope it's the, the the right outcome, and it's not a matter of who has the best attorney. The the only thing, well, I shouldn't say that. One of the things that I'm watching is to see when this thing gets sorted out. Who knew at San Diego State? Yeah, me too. Who knew, and when did they know it? And this is a message we got tonight. Said, uh, uh, I'll just read part of it. Uh, you ran a Heisman campaign for a guy that was accused of raping a minor. People knew at San Diego State. If they didn't know, they should have known and should be fired for not knowing. They should know everything about their program. Apparently, it was widely known on campus. Dave and I confirmed that the other day. And the amount uh, the other players... The president was made aware within days of the rape. You're saying that didn't get back to J.D. and Brady Hoke. Uh, And then this friend writes, I'm sorry, I have an oldest daughter who's a month away from being the victim's age. I can't even imagine. I'm struggling with the whole supporting the school overall. I'm a huge fan and alumni, but I'm enraged at how they handled this situation. I'm going to the game Saturday, and I kind of feel like a hypocrite. Yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people that are level-headed yeah. in this town, that aren't so goddamn blind like the sheep, that refuse to say, hey, something's wrong, until they're told, oh, you can say it's okay to say something's wrong, and then they jump in. That's how embarrassing. That's why I've said for 25 fucking years we're Mayberry by the beach. That's why your convention center's fucked up. That's why your sports arena is about to be fucked up. It's why you got a goddamn one-lane, uh, one-runway airport. Because none of you fucks are smart enough or lazy or uh, uh, are so goddamn lazy you don't care. But the Aztec fans that refuse to acknowledge that anything could possibly be wrong are as embarrassing as anything in this town. 100%. Look at it and go, wait a minute. Matt Ariza deserves his day in court. He deserves to have his story heard. I agree. But somebody knew something at some point last year and no action was taken. It's impossible to make me believe, Dave, that nobody knew anything. Yeah, again, it comes down to a at matter least nobody of, knew the accusation. All right, here we go. Sorry, I don't mean to change this up. Oh, my God, I'm here, nervous. Here we go. All right, here's my pick. All right. So I need, uh, we're looking at wide receivers here. Okay. Amari Cooper's a number one now in Cleveland. Do you take a chance on him? Uh, well, the challenge is because Deshaun Watson's yes. not coming okay. back for 11 weeks. What about Robert Woods as the number one in Tennessee? Yeah, I would do that. Okay. We're going to take Robert Woods right now. Plus, you're a Titans fan. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then, uh, same time, Hunter Renfro's available. I would, absolutely. But what? now that gives you a gives it gives you me Waller. Three ra- <laughs> it gives me three oh, Raiders. Oh, you know I what? Got you Devontae already have Devontae. I wouldn't take Renfro. All right. Sorry, Dave. Should I go Amari Cooper? Should I go uh, running back? There's not a lot of them left. Let me see. Running back, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, uh, Pollard, Josh Jacobs. They're all shit. They're all left. Yeah, all of them I, that are left are shit. Just yeah, you don't wide. need another Raider. Let's so. go wide receiver. Yeah. All right. You know what's funny? Tom Brady's still on the board, too. Is that I'd take him as your backup. Right now, or should I take a wide receiver here? Yeah, take wide receiver. Okay. So you're going Renfro, or should we go Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper. All right. We'll go to Amari Cooper. You got to have... You got to spread it out, because okay. by week. Believe it or not, in this fucking league that I'm in, and most of the guys in this league, I don't think are dumb. Jalen Hurts was taken before Aaron Rodgers and uh, and Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Joe Burr all on the board still. Oh, I would jump on one of those guys. Derek Carr, Prescott, all of them yeah. on the board. 
Oh, yeah, you're looking good for your backup. Um, so, yeah, and then a uh, quick Padre note. Yeah. Maybe we could keep this a short show tonight. Joe Musgrove gets the win today. Josh Hader gets the save. Dave, how big from a mental standpoint for Josh Hader to get that save today after the way the, the last couple of weeks have gone for the Padres? Dude, and completely for rooting for both guys. Joe Musgrove hasn't had a win since June 16th. That right. is insane. Think if he started. Hader's the, part of the reason for yeah. that, too. <laughs> Think if he started the season that way. We'd be going, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, his extension would be 10 years, $100,000. <laughs> Someone said to me the other day, when they talk about Musgrove signing the $100 million deal yeah. and not getting a win, they go, this guy's Albert Hansworth. This fucking guy got oh his money gosh. and stopped working. Um, but, but for Joe and for Hater, I don't think I've ever rooted for a guy harder than I did for Josh Hater today because literally I felt terrible for him. Yeah, I have too. And, and – He's been so dominant at that position. He was so excited to get here. Yeah. And the thing I didn't see, Dave, and, and we're watching the Angels right now, which is a pretty good game, but I'd love to see how the bench reacted when Hayter got that save, how Hayter reacted yeah. and how the bench reacted, right? And I heard a great story, and I would give credit if I knew where I heard it. And it's bugging me that I don't know where I heard it, but somebody said they might have called into 97.3, I don't know, damn it, it bugs me that I, I can't think of this. But somebody said in San Francisco that Josh Hader was seen before the game. Did you hear this? Yeah. Smiling and signing autographs yeah. and posing for pictures. Was that on Gwyn and Chris? I heard it a couple times. Different people had the same story. And I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Because the point that was made on the show, I completely agree. He could have just hung out, hid, right, done whatever. Would yep. have been justifiable, and he's outside meeting with people, representing your ball club. Hey, I tell you, like, and uh, and good for Josh Hader, man. Yeah, I, no, I'm with you on that. And I loved and, hearing that story. I was like, that made me even more fired up for him. You know, I, I always think of that because you, everyone I think at some point or another thinks, hey, what if I was a professional baseball player? And you like yeah. to think, well, I'd be that guy that signs autographs and yeah. has a relationship with the kids and all that stuff. Even Brett Boone, when he was here with us, said he'd pick one day out of a series yeah. to do that. But he goes, you can't do it every day. You're in, no. you're, you're in a routine. And he goes, you can't do it every day, but you want to do it at least one game in every single series to do that. So it was funny. When I was at the Orioles-White Sox game last week, Liam Hendricks was in the bullpen chatting it up with the Oriole fans the whole time. He was just sitting there talking, and he's signing autographs during the game. Really? He w couldn't have been cooler. I mean, it was most guys were just dead-faced, and they're sitting there stretching and looking forward, and Hendricks is walking around like, I have five innings to do nothing. Um, but I'm cool. going to sit there and make these kids' days who are standing on the wall talking to me and uh, throwing balls back to them and everything. It was, it was, it was nice yeah. to see because you like to assume if you were in that position, you would do the same thing. Yeah, when guys play catch with a dude in the field, you yeah. saw Albert Pujols the other night. With the jersey? Exchange jerseys. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good things in that game, right? I wonder how, and again, I know Albert probably has more jerseys than the average guy. Uh -huh. But Brett Boone showed me one time, he goes, there's a difference of you buying an authentic jersey and the jersey that is given to you as a player. Yeah. And it has a special tag on it. Yeah. And he, he, was, he was showing me. And he goes, every one of these players has a jersey tailor-made for their body. A lot right. of guys want to make a look. Their shoulders are bigger than they are. Their backs yeah. are bigger. And he goes, you know, for Albert to give that jersey away, that's a tailor-made Major League Baseball jersey. And he's done it a couple of times. He's done it a, a few times, and it, yeah. which is, is kind of cool. I tell you, I really hope Albert, number, number one, he hits the 700 home runs. 
but I hope he does it at Dodger Stadium. He has not come back to Dodger Stadium oh, this year yet. Oh, can you imagine? And they come back Should at, at in the, this month. It would be awesome, but they play the Dodgers at the end. The Dodger fans loved him. Yeah. The players loved him. They thought it was cool as hell to have Albert on the team. And uh, I think it would, it would be great. I don't know a guy who is rooting against Albert no not way. getting 700. Let's Artie hear a Cubs Moreno. fan. Fucking Fluger. Yeah. Fluger. So. <laughs> but everyone else wants to see it, right? We, we all want to see okay. it. Okay. So here's my question for you. He's at 694 right now? I think he's at, is he at 95 now? He might be at four or five. Yeah, he's, he's close. He's close. So And he's red hot right now. He's red hot. Month ago. Yep. And he has said that the chase for 700 is not that big a deal for him. Yeah. But Dave, if he's at six. Okay, hold on. It's my turn. Oh, let's go. All right. So do we sit there and go, uh, do we go wide receiver? Tyler Lockett's there. Devontae Smith is there. Oh. Okay. I can grab both. I don't need the backup quarterback yet. Yeah, I would do both. Okay, let's grab them both right now. Yep. Let's do it. That Eagles offense is supposed to be good. All right. And hopefully somebody will throw Tyler Lockett the fucking ball. All right. I there like we go. That. We're done. All, All right. right. Not done, but we got those in. Okay. okay. You need you need another running back though, right? Um, yeah. Well, shit, right now I'm like on bench players. My, That's my remembering them backs are Mozart and Akers. Oh, yeah. So you, I do need a running back for the bye week. two more. Yeah. I do. There's nothing out there. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Tony Michelle signed today. He did. Signed with the Chargers today. Yeah. Um, that's coming up on that Bolt City podcast. That's <laughs> Odyssey Sports. When's your first show? Next Thursday. We're doing the next one. From, dude, you know what sucks about it? We're doing the first one on Thursday from Chicago before we go to the Cubs game. Okay. Because the guy said, I've been to Chicago, and those margaritas are strong. They are good. And I've he goes, a few. He goes, <laughs> we're, he goes, we're making sure you're doing it in the morning before. Oh, nice. So we'll do it in the morning before from, I guess, the hotel room. And then on 9-11 is a Sunday. We're supposed to be at Yankee Stadium. And because okay. of this, you do a show as soon as that game's over. Oh, yeah. Well, the Yankee game's out. We're going Friday to the Yankee game. And okay. so we have to do it from, from New York City from, uh, for the first the Raider Charger game. Thank God it's the Raiders. I know the Raiders yeah. like the back of my hand. But anyway, that's, uh, those are the first two we're doing. And right. uh, anyway, that's it. So the shows will go to uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. All right. Odyssey uh, Podcast Network, and we'll get yeah. you all the details. Yeah, we'll let you get a chance. Some, some of you have been outstanding. Some of you have told me to fuck off because it's the Chargers. I don't, we'll I, don't, I don't care. we tell you that anyways. Yeah, that's. <laughs> don't get your feelings, sir. Um, but we're super excited for that. And again, our thanks to everybody at Odyssey that was nice enough yeah. to put that together. That's going to be really fun. For Dave and Josh, so we'll we'll hype all that. Plus, being in the city on nine eleven, yeah, I mean Yankee Stadium will be pretty emotional, yeah. I would think that day. But just going down Midtown, okay. Here's a question I have for you about the Yankees, okay, okay. and buying tickets because I bought tickets already for. Don't don't let me forget my pool holds point you, either. You, I have one oh, final okay. point. Sorry about that. You're so right. so here's my question. I already bought tickets for the Cubs. Okay, I'm sitting okay. right behind uh, the, the visitors dugout. Oh, nice. Tickets are more expensive when you sit behind the home team dugout. Of course. Okay. So I'm sitting behind the Reds dugout. Okay. Ticket Tickets aren't expensive. Then I went uh, to Yankee Stadium, and I'm like, man, tickets are a lot more, but I'm thinking it's New York, but it's still, yeah. they're, they're pretty fucking high. And uh, I realized it's Derek Jeter Hall of Fame night. Derek Jeter's going to be there. Oh, wow. So, so it's Friday almost, night? Friday night. So it's almost sold out. This is on the 9th, September 9th. And, um, but here's the crazy thing. The tickets in the outfield, okay? Like the okay. shitty seats you think are the shitty ones? Yeah. Are over like $400. And I'm going, in my mind, I'm going, the only thing I can think of is it because Aaron Judge oh, has yes. all these fucking home runs and yes. somebody wants that ball? Yeah. 
And you know the odds if you get a fucking ball that you're going to spend that much money on a, on the tickets. But honest to God, dude, oh, the tickets it. in the outfield are insane. I'm oh, shit, Dave, like, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's I'm, exactly what it is. I'm sitting by third base for less than half of sitting in the outfield. Yeah, they're thinking they're all going to sell that ball to Todd McFarland. Yeah, that's what it is, huh? Well, and it, and it circles back to Albert. I started to say this before the draft. If he, he has said the chase for 700 is not important to him. But if he gets to 698, yeah. okay, 699, yeah. any number but 700, how does he not come back to St. Louis next year yeah. with the idea that if he hits 15, now he's right there, and the only guys he trails are McGuire and Bonds, right? Yes. Oh, he, wait, where's Sosa? Well, he, it, oh. I don't think Sosa's Sosa. Sosa doesn't have over seven hundred. Uh, what? Uh, how much? Uh, a Rod has what? Six ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's right there, man. How would you? You'd have to come back and try to make the run. And I think he wants to keep playing. Like if it was up to him, I think he'd play forever. Remember, he but, just went through a divorce. But he, my son Jack, yeah. who follows baseball all the time, said that Pulholtz has been quoted saying it's not important. Seven hundred's not important. Wow. That's that's crazy. They were saying how uh, if he took off, took back all the home runs that he was robbed on, like over the fence, someone caught it, right. that he would have over 700 Dave, already. how many would he have concerning how many games he lost from plantar fasciitis yes. with the Angels? Well, not only that, what about the COVID season, 2020? Oh, yeah. You know? He'd be at 884. <laughs> he would be at 884. I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I love the way he communicates with the kids. I'm always a fan of guys like Mookie and Votto and Pujols and those guys that do exactly that. Okay, I just think your, it's cool. Here's your leaders right now. Bonds is 762. Okay. Aaron is 755. Babe Ruth, 714. A-Rod is 696. 96, okay. Uh, Pujols, 694. 694. And then that's... So he would be number one in right-handed hitters. He passes a rod. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it. That's a great point. Yeah. And the funny thing is... No, no, I'm sorry. Hank Aaron's right-handed. I just blew that one. Is he? Yes, Hank Aaron's right-handed. Yes. I was, okay, I, yeah, I, 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 was I was thinking Bonds. I was thinking Ruth. I'm next sorry. Next closest. So you go active, right? Who's next closest? Miguel Cabrera, 506. Yeah, he's not getting there. Nelly Cruz, 459. And John Carlos Stanton, 371. Isn't that funny? Nelly Cruz has that many. Joey Votto, 342. Yeah, he's coming to an end of his career. Mike Trout, 338. Cano, 335. Longoria, 329. Justin Upton, 325. Goldschmidt, 313. Nolan Arenado, 296. Freddie Freeman, 287. Right? Where's uh, McCutcheon, 284? Harper, 282. Rizzo, 281. J.D. Martinez, 276. Manny's at 275. Like, pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Brett Boone. How many career home runs for, for Brett Boone? Oh, 250. I don't know. Pretty close. 252. Wow. Not, not as good as Todd Zeal. <laughs> is that right? Todd, Todd Zeal is more? Dude, come on, Booney. Todd Zeal, 253. Andre Thornton, 253. Joe Gordon, 253. Larry Doby, 253. Wow. Adam LaRoche, 255. Yeah. Wow. That's Ian, interesting. Ian Kinsler, 257. The numbers aren't as, as big as I thought they would be. That's funny you say that. I mean, how, think how about how hard it is. Said 260. So Trout was a guy that people thought had a chance to set all kinds of records, but he's been decimated by injuries. All right, let's see this. Okay. How good you are, tough guy. How many home runs for Jeter, career? Um, I'm going to go 200. Uh, 260. 
Okay. Right behind Danny Tartable. That's wild. With 262. Tartable was a San Diego resident. Yeah. Um, we've been, it's been suggested, Dave, as we come down the stretch for Padre season that we could have guests in studio. Yeah. Um, your friend Erica says she'll come in and talk Padre baseball anytime. Really? Okay. And she'd bring her friend, uh, Padre's fangirl, who I just want to ask her what her issue is with Mariah Carey. <laughs> I, why I think that's so funny. I like those two so much because yeah. they are diehard fans and they are always talking Padres. They support it, right? They don't take any shit on social media. So if the Padres, maybe if the Padres get to the playoffs, we'll bring those two in. Okay. Because they're pretty goddamn funny. All right, that's fine. Are you open to that? Yeah, I, I'm all for bringing uh, people in. I, especially like Padre fans yes. like that, that are part of that Padres Twitter, and especially... Oh, shit, it's my turn. Oh, God, I'm nervous. Let's all right, go. so the only running back on here that you'll recognize is Melvin Gordon. Uh, where's he at, Denver? He, yeah, he's at Denver. He's a backup, though. Yeah, I'd take him. You need Dave, you have no running backs. That's true, I have no running backs. i got to draft a running back. Fuck. Okay. I hate taking Melvin Gordon. All right, and All then right. Uh, I just took right out. Everybody's laughing at me. I can hear them. <laughs> don't, can, yeah, that's I, fine. I can hear them. Okay, wide receivers left. You got plenty of wide receivers. Yeah, but I got these guiding bench players. Is yeah, it time who, to b- grab a defense. Uh, who's your quarterbacks left? Uh, quarterbacks are Derek Carr, Tua. I would take Carr. Okay, let's go Carr as a backup. That's fine. Carr's Carr's my guy. All right, because you have Waller in, uh, and Devonta, so for your bye week. What the hell is this shit? It says pick I'm trying to make is too late. Well, don't put him on the board. Okay, you know what I'm going to grab as my backup? You're going to laugh your ass off right now. Who's that? I'm grabbing Tua. All right. It's either Tua or Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tua has a lot of weapons. I'd take Tua. Why wouldn't they let you take Carr? That's someone asshole. To, I think it was Josh has a pick in front of me. Let me see who the defense who's there. Let me see what oh, the, there you go. if the Rams defense is there. I think I'm taking the Rams. Oh, they aren't there. Someone already took them. All right. Defense. San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Denver, Green Bay, Indianapolis. You want to go for a shitty division, right? Kind of. Yeah. Kansas City, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh put all their money into defense. Nothing on offense. We're going yeah. Pittsburgh. Fuck it. Go. All right. We're taking. Uh, there we go. Hold on. Come on, fucker. Jesus. Shocker that Dave would have computer problems. I know. What the hell's going on here? I don't want to try draft suggestions. What the hell are we doing here? Come on. I won't, I won't let me pick. Let uh, me draft. Let me draft. It's all I want to do. Hey, just want to thank American Airlines again. It's now 37 days since they lost my bag, and they haven't done jack shit to find it. The, look, oh, is that right? <laughs> How many days? That's 37 days. Oh, my God. 37 what, days. How long are going to let this go? Uh, until they fucking do something. I, I honestly wrote a message today on LinkedIn to a guy who's like the – chairman of the board yeah and you know there's no reason to blow that i did get Derek Carr. sorry okay. yes no reason to blow that guy i just wrote him a message i was like hey man what's your suggestion for me it's been 37 days nothing happened so i'll let you know if he gets back to me why don't you say there's an engagement ring in there oh that'd be great like pull that shit from uh, meet the parents yeah <laughs> it'd be great uh they you have to show a receipt for anything over 100 um, but then a report came out tonight that said American Airlines is by far the worst when it comes to lost baggage. Yeah, I can confirm that. I got a, I got a Padre question for you, okay? okay. And it, I was watching the Mets and watching the Dodgers today. 
And my opinion, DeGrom's the best pitcher I've ever seen. Oh, he's insane. I mean, he's, he's so fucking good. Thing is, he's had injuries. He's only, out of all of his injuries, only one's been an arm. He's I had like back, he's had this and that. the best we've ever seen. So my question is, DeGrom's a free agent at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. We talk about the Padres. You said it last show, that the Padres have pitchers that could be leaving as free agents. Yep. Money doesn't seem to be an issue for Sidler right now. Yeah. He wants to be all in. Do you go and you grab that, grab him? Do you grab the best pitcher on the market and say, I'll take DeGrom for whatever? He's going to ask for like $50 million a year. I, I don't think you do because. Can you outbid the Mets? That's what I was just going to say. Steve Cohen's not letting him go, right? Yeah. You gave Scherzer $45 million. Unless DeGrom wants out of town. That'd be something else. It's the only organization he's ever been with. Yeah. He's, you're not. Not that, um, that Pete Seidler doesn't have the money to go but i mean cohen it's crazy but you talk about the postseason it's like an automatic win in the playoffs yeah i mean he you know assuming he's healthy come october that is an automatic win i mean as good as the dodgers have played this entire year the fact that they have scherzer and Degrom pitching back-to-back games in the postseason yeah should scare the hell out of everybody that's why i think so many people are picking the mets the mets offense isn't that good their their pitching though is crazy when you look at those two guys and they have diaz the best closer in the league um, one other quick note, just we saw this earlier, but we've talked a lot, Dave, about the money uh, for the Padres, Yeah, where, where the money comes from. So it was announced earlier that April 29th and 30th next year, Padres and Giants are going to play a two-game series in Mexico City. Yep. And it's being played at Alfredo Harpalu Stadium. Alfredo Harpalu is a partner. Okay. Padre ownership, he is the cousin of Carlos Slim, who is an insanely rich man in Mexico. Okay. Alfredo Harpalu is also incredibly rich as a billionaire. So when we look at the money, Pete Seidler is worth one. Uh, Mr. Halu, I saw estimated net worth of at least one billion. But when you look at the money that has been given out for Manny Machado, Juan Soto, um, Fernando Tatis, you're trying to reestablish yourself south of the border, and yep. you've got three huge stars that can help you do that. But I thought that was pretty cool today that those games are being announced for Mexico City. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I like that. Good for the pods. Get them down there. And should be really, really fun. I'm trying to think of... Well, Fernando. When I was there in 96 in Monterey, it was very, very cool because Fernando Valenzuela was part of that team. Yep. And same thing, so... Uh, congrats to the pods for getting that done. And by the way, thank you to Hoach Alicious. Yes. Who last night sent a picture of the guy. Dave, I've said stories about this guy for a thousand years on this show. And I was talking to Teddy Mendenhall about it tonight, Ernie Martinez. When you went to the Padre games in the early 80s at Jack Murphy Stadium, and it had to be, they changed the uniforms in what, 85? When they went to the Brown you and went Orange? went to the Brown in 85, is correct. So you're looking at probably 85 through 89. There was a lot of bad baseball out yes. there at uh, Jack Murphy Stadium. And there was a gentleman that worked for the Union Tribune. Do you ever remember this guy? I sure do. I know exactly where you're going. Yep. And he had a brown starter jacket on. He was a tall guy, but he was a wiry guy. Yeah. Didn't have a whole lot of meat on his bones. But he would walk the concourse, and you could circle the whole way right in front of the plaza-level seats that went all the way around. And he would walk around, and he'd sell the Tribune. 
Yeah. And if people remember the Tribune, it had the green sheet on the front. And this guy would sell the Tribune. Sometimes he'd have a, a grit in his mouth. He didn't care. Ill-fitting hat. Yeah. And he had a brown Padres starter jacket with the interlocking orange SD. And there were a lot of nights when the pods would get smoked. But this guy would walk the concourse, and when he sold his final paper, he would then make a victory lap. And he would make the victory lap with both arms above his head. Sorry, folks, I'm sold out. And it was great. It was goddamn great. And I was talking to Teddy Mendenhall about it today because we all saw the picture. Ernie saw it today. You saw it. We put it out there. Costa was dying. Told Eric Krupner, get off your ass. (laughs) Costa tells Eric Krupner... Get off your ass and put this guy in the Padres Hall of Fame. Eric had to be like, what the hell? (laughs) But for old school Padre fans, man, that guy was an absolute treasure. And I said to Teddy, I said, that was in the era of milk jugs. And Ted said, that was my father. And I said, Ted, how come nobody raised concerns that the games at that time were running 250? They weren't running four hours like they do now. Why was it necessary to bring in two gallons of beer? And Ted said, I don't know. It was just what we did. <laughs> Winced out gallon of milk jug filled with two gallons of beer, and you'd have to walk those long steps in the plaza to come down and get ready to watch Sixto Lascano do his thing. Sixto, yeah, Sixto, Carmelo Martinez, all of them. Yes. But... Coach, thank you for posting that picture. I cannot tell you how fired up it made me and a thousand other people that saw it today and said, God damn, that guy was an absolute legend. <laughs> absolute legend. What did you think the first time you saw him circling? Oh, man, it had to be in 1990, my first game I ever went to. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Ni- 1990. I remember it was. Uh, did you see the crowd all cheer for him? I did. It's, uh, Joe Carter hit a big time home run in that game. Nice. Yeah. Joe Carter is a one year in San Diego. Yeah. 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 That Perfect. was it. Hey, when I mentioned Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. Man, it was hot as fuck today. Is that right? It was, it was 107 today where I was. Wow. It was hot, and I got news for you. It's going to get hotter all the way through the uh, weekend. And you through could, Monday, too. Yeah. You could say whatever you want. I'm telling you right now, who's laughing? That's Alan Taylor you hear laughing. Yeah. Laughing his ass off that you didn't get on his calendar. Alan Taylor's your guy. Taylor made pools. Now, this is the week we're talking about. You're going to wish you had that pool. Get on Alan Taylor's calendar. Ask about available financing. Again, the pool of your dreams is right there on your fingertips. All you have to do is call him at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Yeah, rumor got around town today that your Aunt Millie's a little sick of holding the hose over your head. <laughs> Holy the first God. 10 seconds of burning the fuck out of you. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And you hit that metal part at yeah. the end of the hose. I, 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 I. <laughs> no good. No bueno. <laughs> As they'll tell you in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, right now, a lot of you are living regret. It's fine. I don't, I'm, I don't feel anything for you. I told you for plenty of years about tailor-made pools. Not like the local... Uh, Heat waves are a surprise to anybody. It's been developing like this. The humidity has been developing like this for the last 10 years. But guess what? It's probably not going to be any better in 2023. So easiest way to erase the mistake is to get on the phone, call the guys at TaylorMade Pools, see what they can do for your backyard. The best way, that's why we put erasers on pencils. Get rid of mistakes like the ones you've already made.
And don't forget to call, of course, Brian Curry when it comes to getting a home. Brian Curry is your guy. Brian's the guy that will not only get the most for the home you currently have, but find you the perfect neighborhood. Again, Brian's your guy. And I was thinking about this the other day when you were talking about prices it is just to rent in San Diego. And you were joking around about boats. But I tell you what, I think your your joke might have been serious here. When you look at the price of a boat, okay, you can get a boat, Jeff, for more than a little bit more than a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, like a friend of mine just bought a boat for a little more than a hundred thousand. Has two bathrooms in it. Wow. Okay, it it sleeps twelve. Okay. Oh my God, I'm not. Yeah. Okay, and you live on the water, dude. How much more cheaper is that than than getting a house? All I got to do is pay the uh, slip fee, right? That's it. You pay that. The slip fee is going to cost you about $800 a month. That's a lot. It's a, <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot, but you're swinging it. You're damn you're right. Single. You're, sw- you're single now. Yeah. How cool is that? And guess who's coming down to visit? You know it. Lisa Ann? Nah. Nicole Ager. Oh. There you uh, see Eric. That's coming down. Who, you'll, never, you'll never shake her. She wants to get out of El Cone. Too fucking hot. I didn't even know that's where she lives. Is that where she lives? Yeah, that's what she says. She's in El Cajon. Hey, she's a local. <laughs> uh, ah, she, she's not coming down to the boat. You can't tell her where the boat is. She'll never leave. She'll never leave. <laughs> I got juice boxes in there. I'm running a goddamn carnival on that boat. I'm running a party boat. Uh, whatever your situation uh, is, Brian Curry will help you out. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I'm just telling you right now, for the 25th anniversary yes. show, yes. I'm going with Nicole Eggert. Oh, man. If you can get her for the 25th anniversary down. show, that'd be incredible. Yeah, she's come down. She's hanging with me. I'm in. That's she, awesome. Two different times yesterday. And you know what? Let me tell you this, okay? Yes. I compliment women all the time. There's so many women in my life that are incredibly close friends that have impacted me and have been there for me on the toughest days. Guess what? They all failed yesterday because when I sent to them, Hey, check this out. The day I've had Nicole Eggert, like two things on Instagram. Yes. I'm probably going to marry her in 2028. Save the date. None of them understood what an amazing day I was having. I was like, you were not a guy breathing in the eighties, the nineties, Hell, 2000, 2010, or 2022. Nicole Eger likes anything, as cool as she is. Yes. I go, that's a win for, for Kid Dynamite. It is. And I appreciate you acknowledging it. But all those women that I used to think were friends, I told them all, I go, you're about as exciting as a wet mop. <laughs> Get lost. Scram. Go watch The Bachelor. You're drunk. <laughs> you <laughs> drunk. No, but I shut up. You imagine? You I just, just use like four things in a row that people don't say anymore. Scram, get lost, wet mop. Yeah, I called someone four eyes last week. I called Brian Long four that's eyes tonight. Right, that's right. <laughs> twerp. That's a great one I use all the time. Look at this little twerp. Oh my gosh. Dan Williams is the guy to help you with your finances. Again, if you're in debt, it's a serious problem. Make sure Dan Williams is the guy that you call. He can help you out. Let's relieve some of that stress. At the same time, let's get you out of that rental market, help you find your first home. We told you how proud we are that both Dan Williams and Brian Curry are working together. 858-688-6813. One of the best calls you're ever going to make. 858-688-6813. So important to have your finances in place because if you're now hearing what Dave just said and you go, you know what? I might buy a boat. (laughs) 
instead of renting, uh, get your finances in order, and you could be able to do that. You're living pretty well on the water. And guess what? Your friend Erica is going to come visit. <laughs> Those crazy nails. Yeah. Don't park it out at Santee Lakes. That's an easy drive from El Cajon. You want to bring that thing up to Oceanside, to the pier, or the Catalina Islands. But, yeah, get your money in line, and then all of a sudden different things. I mean, I said it about five, six weeks ago, ran into a crazy uh, medical situation. You got to pay medical bills, but when you have your finances in order, you can do that. But it also allows you to buy a car, buy a house, buy a boat, whatever you need to do. Give Dan a call. Check out his two-minute Tuesdays. They're always so good. Borrow smart, repay smart. All right, I got my last pick here. You got to help hear. me out. All right. Um, there's not a lot left that's any good. Okay. Um, shit. I don't know. Do I go Herb Smith Jr.? Do I need another yes. tight end? All right, let's go with him. He's one of my favorite guys. Played yeah. with Josh at Alabama. Yeah, good. Really good dude. All right, we're going to Herb Smith Jr. Nothing wrong with that. All right, so I'm done with my draft. He'll probably be my first pick. <laughs> you imagine. Just take Herb Smith Jr. I was trying to get Joshua Palmer, but my kid just grabbed him. Joshua Palmer uh-huh. plays for the Chargers. Everyone says he's yeah. been lighting it up in camp. So I was trying to grab him, but my kid just grabbed him beforehand. Anyway, Punk. there you go. Kyle Fluke is your guy when it comes to websites. Don't forget your website if it's not performing right. You really don't know. I mean, right now you could be thinking that, hey, my website's doing great. You don't know how good it could possibly be. Why don't yeah. you give Kyle Fluger a call, let him look at your website to see what direction it's going, what he can do, what tips he has to make it work a little bit better. What do you have to lose? All you have to do is call that number, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Uh, we talk about websites that really work, and Dave, last night I got incredibly fired up. I love the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I was saying in June that I'd gone to Toronto, and there's a club there called the El Macumba. And at the El Macumba back in 19, I think it was 74, they did a radio contest. Yeah. And radio contest said, hey, come out and see the band April Wine. And when you come out and see April Wine at the El Macumba, uh, they're going to have a band called the Cockroaches as the opening act. Yeah. So people went out and they saw it. Well, April Wine was the opener. The Cockroaches turned out to be the Stones. And in the last couple of months, the Stones have released those concerts. You can buy the CD. Wow. You can buy the albums. But it's also on Spotify. And it's insanely cool. And so when I was there in June and I kind of learned this story, I went to the El Macumba. And they have music downstairs, kind of local music. But the main showroom is upstairs. And on this particular night, it was closed. So I said to one of the guys, bartender, I said, hey, man, you know, I'm in from San Diego. I'm a Stones fan. Can you help me out? The guy goes, dude, if we can do it in 10 minutes, like 10 minutes in and out, I'll get you covered. I go, 100%. This guy takes me, my buddy Dave Cobble, and Dave's friend Vanessa. We go upstairs. He takes us in. And now, Dave, we're in the room where the Stones played in 74. I said to the guy, hey, man, I'm trying not to push my luck, but is there a chance I can just stand on the stage, get a feeling of it? He goes, absolutely. Go up there, get it. So now I'm standing on the stage where the Stones have played, not only the Stones, Foo Fighters, U2, the police, like David Bowie, Joan Jett. I don't know if Joan Jett played that. (laughs) But all these different acts have played, and now we're standing on the stage. So the guy said, hey, uh, you should have been here a couple of months ago to celebrate the release. We printed T-shirts that said the cockroaches at the El Macumbo. Okay. You look, sold out, Stone's website, sold out. You're like, fuck, that would have been kind of fun. 
Yesterday, I happened to just be looking for something else on the Stones website, and I'm looking, and son of a bitch, if the shirts aren't back in stock. So I order one. I'm super fired up. Stone's website sent me an email last night confirming the order. And like six hours later, I got another email that the order's already been shipped. Cool. And so I just, if your website's not doing that for people, and when you look at probably the greatest rock and roll band of all time. Yeah. And they demand that kind of perfection from their website, then you should be demanding the same thing. Because if anybody would be allowed to slack... It'd be five guys that are 80 years old, and they don't. Immediately, tracking number, here's the information. Thank you for everything. They don't spam me with 27 different things like a bunch of other websites do. Make sure your website's not doing that. Flukes can help you. But again, thanks to the Stones, I'm super fired up to get it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going September 1st. So uh, by the time people hear the show tomorrow, we'll be all caught up. Here we go, Barry Gibb. You know what? Now, everybody goes Saturday Night Fever, right? Yep. You go old school Bee Gees, dude. They had a ton of hits before everything came out, right? Yeah, I watched the whole thing on, I think it was HBO had a whole thing on the Bee Gees. And it's pretty cool that he shared a dentist with Matt Dillon from Something About Mary. Who knew? Barry Gibb. (laughs) Hey, you hear me? Um, let's say he's 78. 76. Dude, this is where it gets interesting. He okay. wrote a lot of songs. He did. There's money in writing. Yeah. I'm going to say 600 million. No, you know what? It's funny. You went higher than I thought you'd go. It's 140 million. Dude, he's got to be worth more than yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what to say. 140 is what it has. I don't know. To, to me, that's still a shitload of money. No, I know. But, dude, there's so many songs that he wrote. Yeah. Remember, uh, I mean, this is before our time. That you remember. You remember yeah. the brother Andy Gibb. Dude, and I how remember many girls, Andy Gibb. Yeah, how many girls loved Andy Gibb. And Andy Gibb was kind of like Marky Marku. He wasn't part of the, the big group. Yeah. He went on his own. And then he died crazy young because of drugs. Yeah. yeah. Victoria Principal. Yeah. That's right. Dude, he was... What was that show? He hosted that show... Uh, I got it. He hosted that show, Solid Gold. He did? Yep. Shit. And then he died. Yeah. Dude, he had hit songs out, good-looking kid, Dayton Victoria Principal. And Posters got, all over the fucking place. I didn't have his posters. Not you. <laughs> Not you, but girls had their poster all over the place. Um, And then he got, man, addiction's nasty, huh? Yeah, he died really young. He died at 29 years old. Wow. Actually, you know what? He died at 30, five years after, five days after his birthday. Wow. Yeah. Dude, yeah. All right, here we go. Lily Tomlin. Sorry, I'm short on birthdays. (laughs) Dude, Lily Tomlin. If Lily Tomlin was playing a free show at the end of your driveway. No. I'd climb the back. I'd let Bama piss on me. (laughs) And I'd climb the back fence. You know who's a big Lily Tomlin fan? Amy Schumer. Kathleen Bade. I love Kathleen. Everybody has a flaw. (laughs) Um, Lily Tomlin. 86. 83. $4 million. $20 million. She was just doing that show that was a popular show. Um, Oh, yeah. I heard that show was funny. Yeah. I'm just pointing the TV for Jeff to watch his catch. Oh, 
<laughs> that, that was nuts. It was, uh, if you saw the Mets Dodger game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, 20, uh, excuse me, yeah, $20 million, but she had that Frankie and Grace, I think was the name of the show. And who else? There were a bunch of people yeah. on that show, right? Yeah. Uh, Did you ever watch that show? My wife watched every one of them. Sam Watterson from yes! Law & Order was in that show. and um, Who's the other guy? What's his face? Uh, um, oh, I, wasn't it Craig T. Nelson? No, not Craig T. Nelson. God, he's a good actor. What did you just throw that out there for? <laughs> it was him. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. It was Emilio Estevez's dad. That's right, Marty Sheen. Yeah, Marty Sheen. Yeah, they all the same. <laughs> Craig T. Nelson, what the fuck's wrong with you? You're doing so good. You're doing so good. I was. All right, I might watch that show. Yeah, but- did Did you watch it? Was it funny? No, I couldn't stand it. I, oh, okay. I, but it's, they're supposed to be in San Diego. In oh, the is show. that right? Yeah, they're in San Diego by the beach. All right, Gloria Estevan. I like her. Uh, 60. 65. Really? Yep. Rhythm's going to get you. Uh, oh, fine with me. More, uh, more money than you think. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, $120 million. $500 million. No shit. Yep. Five hundred million. That punk husband of hers. <laughs> and last one on here, Doctor Phil. Oh, that guy. Seventy-seven. Seventy-two. Okay, uh, two hundred million. Four hundred and sixty million dollars, man. Damn. Syndications where it's at. Yeah, good for him. All right, five random questions. We'll get Hang out on, of here. One question. Yes. Those people you just listed. Yeah. Who could you drive? Oh God. From here to uh, Bend, Oregon, with. Tell me the tell me the list again. Barry Gibb, Gary, Barry Gibb, Lily Tomlin, Gloria Estevan, and Doctor Phil. Okay, I, I can go in order. Go ahead, you give me your order. I'll give you mine. Okay, number one is uh, Gloria Estefan. Okay. Number two is Barry Gibb. Okay. Number three is uh, Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil. And four is Lily Tomlin. Oh boy, <laughs> I, I couldn't drive with Lily Tomlin to the one twenty five. <laughs> I think I'm going one. I think I'm going. Uh, I think I'm going. Doctor Phil, he'd be pretty funny, dude. Dude, he fuck. He knows everybody. He yeah. knows every celebrity. Oprah took care of him. He yeah. has a million stories. Yeah, he'd be my uh, Doctor Phil. Would be my one. Um, Barry Gibb would be my two. Gloria yeah. Estevan would be my three. Lily Tom would be my four. All right, that'd That's be fine. my that'd the direction I'd go. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Would you rather never use social media again or never watch another movie again? I'd get rid of social media in a second. I love movies. I think I'd get rid of uh, movies. I think I'd stay on social media. Oh, God. And, and not, I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Twitter. I cannot stop with this TikTok. It's goddamn insane. I'm hooked on it. I'm, I don't even have You know which one I, I look at, which I'm embarrassed to say, but I'll say it right here on the show. What's that? Kids getting hurt. It's, yeah, it's so bizarre. I don't know. It's, I don't it's, like it. It's a kid riding that bike, and you can see that front wheel start wobbling, and you know it's not going to end good. This guy, who sent me this video the other day? It was so goddamn funny. It was another, I get these fight videos. You guys all send me these fight videos, and they are so awesome. And there was one that came out the other day, and this guy basically got like hit by a car, and then he kept pushing it with the guy, and then the guy got out of the car and just smoked him. Beat the fuck out of him. Beat the fuck out of him. And then the guy got up again, and then he went over and started again, and then the guy beat the shit out of him again. It was unbelievable. This guy got dropped like five times. And I, I got to admit, I like those because you guys send me those. <laughs> and then I go watch. I do like, too, when it's, um, they always say it's like a Karen. 
yeah, right? Yeah. And they're in like the convenience store. Yeah, I did too. And then they say something inappropriate and somebody just, <laughs> hey, <laughs> knocks them on their ass and then they go out. They freak out. That's assault. Well, you had it coming. And I just count down because I like it when they go, uh, uh, oh, here, yeah. Jimmy Royal sent me this. Yeah, James Royal sent me this guy. Dave, watch this guy. I've seen it. I watched it yesterday. He gets up. I watched it twice. Get out of here. Pushes him down. He gets kicked in the ass. Yeah. Now, Oh, what's this lady picking up? Is she picking up change? Yeah, she's completely not paying attention to what's going on. Car parts. Like there's a major ass turn, kicking going on. She's not even looking. Turn signal on. Whoop, there he got ragdolled. <laughs> Bang. There goes out. Oh, shit is right. <laughs> she just keeps picking up. I See, I like this kind of stuff. Holy that, fucking shit. That's the way I felt. <laughs> and then, Holy fucking shit. Yes. I know. Turn your turn signal off. And then he just goes over and starts picking up his teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I love James Royal. <laughs> Let me just say right now, James Royal, Chris Fairchild, there are a couple of you guys that send me, I don't know where you find them. I, I, they're my kryptonite. I watch every one of them. They're great. That guy the other night was probably top five we've ever seen. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was good. All right, would you rather only be able to listen to one song for the rest of your life or be able to watch one movie for the rest of your life? Ooh. Uh, I could pretty much survive if the only movie I saw for the rest of my life was Step Brothers. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's certain movies that you don't change the channel. Heat. Yeah, you, go, you love Heat. Heat's a great movie. Yeah, I saw Heat for the first time two months ago. Yeah, pretty wild, right? Ah, not one of my favorites. I'll be honest uh, well, with you. Yeah. You fucking you talked it up. Yeah, you cried during Stepmom. Nobody cares what you did. <laughs> Why do you was going to go there? Because you're a big bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's an interesting one for me. I'm okay. kind of curious on your answer. Okay. Would you rather have the police hunting you down for a crime you didn't commit or a serial killer actually hunting you. I think I like the serial killer. I do too. I like my chances. The police are professionals. Yeah. They're going to get me. Yeah. Well, not Betancourt. Yeah. He's on there talking about how he could hit uh, Roger's brother. Like, oh, God. What are we doing here? How long do you think it takes Jim to tie that blue tie? Not long. You think Just, it's a clip on? Yep. <laughs> Snap. Okay, we're up. Be safe out there. You don't be think safe. he's in the mirror going, fuck, the backside's longer than the front side. I got to redo it. Yeah. The knot sucks. Yeah. Phil Blowers at Channel 5. Who the fuck tied this guy's tie? <laughs> Would you rather live a peaceful life in a small cabin in the woods or a drama-filled life in a mansion <laughs> in a big city? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I could take the cabin. Could you? Yes, 100%. You say that, dude. I don't think you could. Yeah, I could. I don't dude, need drama. Okay, how many like miles drama. do you drive? Yeah, you say that. How many miles do you drive on a regular basis? A Fuck shitload. Yeah, you drive more than anyone I know. It's 50 miles. But from- forget that. Forget driving here and work and all that shit. Yeah. You literally get in the car and listen to a scanner, and we'll drive around with we your kids. We got rid you- of the scanner, but yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow night. Yeah, you- I'll pick my kids up. It's so funny yeah. you said this. I pick my kids up in La Mesa tomorrow night at 7, okay? Yeah. It's a perfect night out. This kind of weather, they love it. And we drive. This is what we do. We drive. Uh, we get on the 125. Yeah. From La Mesa, we take it down to the 94. Okay. 94 West to the five. We take the five all the way down to Palm Avenue in Imperial Beach. Okay. Then we head west and we come back up the Strand. Now, when you're coming up the Strand. 
tomorrow night. It's all four windows down because the night's yeah. going to be perfect. perfect. My son Jack built the Spotify playlist, and it's just us hanging out, listening to music, digging the night. So, yeah, yeah we'll do that. That's got to be, I don't know how many miles that puts on my car, but it's one of those things, Dave, we talk about all the time. There'll be a way to college in two years. Life changes really fast. So every opportunity I get with those guys, we go do it. But, yeah, that's the one thing. I mean, we're driving to L.A. on Saturday for USC. But, yeah, that's since they were kids. When you drive around like that at night, we make a stop anywhere? Like we go get ice cream or anything? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went to a great place last night because my son Jack's sick as a dog. So he misses another game tomorrow. But hopefully by the time his tennis career starts, he'll be much better. (laughs) And... uh, so his mom was yeah. trying to get ready for a trial. Yeah. Jack has been sick as a dog. So Kate and I go out last night. We start driving, and we were going to go downtown. Yeah. Just go check everything out. Start driving. We come down to university, and we get into Hillcrest right by 6th. And there's a cool little place in Hillcrest called Uncle Biff's. And Uncle Biff makes, or Uncle Biff's, they make homemade chocolate chip cookies. that are about, they're huge, right? And Kate had never been there. And I said to Kate, hey, man, Jack's under the weather. Mom's stressing out. Like, I go, dude, we got the place. So, Kate, I'm in. Let's go. So, we did two things last night that were super fun. We went in there, got a bunch. I mean, they're a little overpriced, but still fun. And then we went across the street to the Whole Foods Market. Yeah. Because Kate was like, hey, Dad, can I get a bottle of water? Well, at Uncle Biff's, they're about $9 for a bottle of water. So I go, hey, man, we'll go over here. We had never stepped foot in this grocery store. Dave, you know, because you've been probably down here in East Lake. there's one. But when you go into, like, cool neighborhoods, there's always, like, a cool market. And this place had the most, the wildest deli and salad bar and all kinds of, we had the best time. It was just me and Cade walking around grabbing things, right? And just checking out this market. And I was like, dude, fresh bagels, all these different things. So when we hang out for the weekend, I said to him, I go, hey, man, we'll come back Friday night. Yeah. And I said, look, here's the other thing. We're in the middle of Hillcrest, man. And I, Hillcrest is cool. It's always been great to me, but I know what Hillcrest is all about. There's a lot of great looking chicks in this place. So I said, maybe we'll come here Friday and find your stepmom. <laughs> and he's like, we had been having a lot of fun. And the new thing that I like doing to my sons is we'll be walking into like Target or yeah. something. And uh, <laughs> I'll see like a woman coming out to their car who's like 80. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to my sons. <laughs> and I tell them, you guys go ahead. I'll catch up. And like enough out of you. I think they rat all of it out. I don't care. I mean, it's just like they absolutely are older than the woman who was in like that fallen and can't get up. Yes. And I always tell them, I'm like, hey, why don't you guys just walk it? <laughs> they, they don't find it fun, but I like it. All right, here we go. Last question. Would you go. rather never get a cold ever again or never be stuck in traffic again? Oh, I can deal with the cold. Yeah, me too. Fuck I've, traffic. I hate it, man. It literally gives me anxiety. I hate being uh, in traffic. It's the worst. That's why I quit the Bolt City podcast before <laughs> I'd even started. Um, that's it for tonight. Everybody, when are we back? Let, well, uh, my recommendation is we go Sunday and Tuesday. Can you do that? Because Wednesday, I got to fly to Chicago. Oh, yeah. So we'll be back 
Uh, Sunday and Tuesday, that's fine. That gives us Labor Day off, right? Yeah, yeah, we have Monday off. Uh, so yeah, everybody, be safe out there. Stay hydrated, and we will see you back here. Congratulations, by the way, to Darren, to Marty, to John, and Jim for uh, getting for a getting, real a real signal. Yeah, for being there, boys. The game and Marty. Sorry, uh, I mean to generalize, but it gets exciting. The yep. game starts now. And uh, wishing best of luck to all those uh, shows. Hopefully it's a lot of fun and, and ultimately we, the listener, win up. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you on, uh, on Sunday. Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard I 